0: It went straight down the middle. Then it started to hook just a week. Gentlemen, how's this for an opening salvo? At Secret Tour Pro on Twitter, widely believed to be one Adam Scott, tweeted, Golf aficionados, live is ruining golf and everything they've done for the spectators has made it disgraceful. At WM Phoenix Open, hold my beer. How about that for an opening salvo for this week's edition of the podcast. Boys, hello and welcome. It is the Capital Golf Gang joining me. Director of Golf at River Creek in Leesburg, John Ronas, the Yukon Husky, invited club's professional of the year in 2022, and a man who invented the two-down press. But you didn't know that. That was a great (laughs) invention. No, I didn't. Thank you. Uh, Also executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould he supports the region's pros and the DMV and beyond had just come back from Virginia Beach uh prior yeah. to taping today's episode a little town hall meeting and uh a man who has pre-ordered his Dunkings track suit those from- things were sweet man <laughs> they were <laughs> sold out already I'm on hold you're on hold yes will you wear that playing golf see that's the thing you gotta you know that at the Ryder Cup there's gonna be four chuckleheads that show <laughs> up in their Dunn King's tracksuits. It's actually not a bad idea. I would
1: not wear it, but but I think it would be cool to do so. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, boys, let's get into it. Before we get into the larger issue with the waste dead management, can we take just a moment to give a big old tip of the cap to the winner, Nick Taylor, who absolutely put on. A darts clinic down the stretch. I believe I saw that his longest birdie putt over the last seven holes, including sudden death, was something only as long as 15 or 16 feet. Everything else was stiffler. and he made six of those seven putts. What a performance down the stretch to hold off and to cancel what would have been a feel-good story in Charlie Hoffman, who ironically, sponsored by Waste Management, has worn yeah. on his shirt for all these years, did not get into the Genesis because he had no status. Aww. Although he did get in because yeah, the, he's in now, right. he asked for an invite uh, for an exemption, but Tiger said, I'm sorry, I'm out of him. But he played his way in, so he had to cancel a ski trip. What a, what a performance. Let's talk about the golf first and foremost. Well, yeah, first and to-
2: foremost, isn't it great to see if someone hits a draw?
0: Yeah, I mean,
2: he's in a sling draw at times, but it's great to see that, by the way, you can play golf with a draw, Ben Hogan. We didn't know that, but you can. So it's very, very interesting to see. And he hit a couple, especially into the par threes where there were a couple of the pins that were back. and, And, you know, they've had a lot of rain and things. So to hit that little draw, that little chaser that he hit, it was really cool to see. And it was nice to see someone
0: winning with a draw. Do you teach that to your players, Mr. Rones?
2: Well, I mean, you want your players to have all the shots. If it, right. if, if you're hitting a ball to a back pin, a back pin is a very difficult pin to get to because in soft conditions, not when you're hitting a four iron in there, but when you're hitting wedges, theoretically, you have to land it in a precarious position almost off the green and spin back. And if it goes a foot too far, it might not spin off the fringe. So, um, yeah, I mean, you want to be able to hit the chaser, with less club, less spin. Uh, I'm sorry, more club, more less
0: spin, and chase it back to the pin. So, yeah, you want to have all the shots if that's, you can. That's a long answer. What you should have said is, "I will teach it, but I'll make you sign a waiver first. I love draws. <laughs> well, I love draws. In theory, everyone loves a draw. Yeah, but so a, cook it right. But as Ben Hogan said, they turn into snakes in your yeah. pocket.
2: You can yeah. overhook. You can overslice a ball too. Ask Thigela. Yeah. The- <laughs> Figgle attended, hit, he was hitting 100-yard yes. slices. You can well, overdo anything.
0: I know, I know. But it's just, it, it's funny because a draw is such a tempting thing when you can control it. But it is sort of like the wild lightning bolt in your pocket. <laughs> you never know yeah. when it's going to go bad. But, no, it was it was nice to see him hit a draw. Your thoughts, school on the actual golf. down? Yeah, the I mean, he's the, he's the Canadian assassin,
1: right? I mean, he, he yeah. comes in and closes like the – when he won the Canadian open and made that bomb, which was a t- completely different story. Right. And, and I still find it cool that, you know, Corey Connors and Adam Hadwin and those guys are all hanging <laughs> around watching uh, because they have so much pride in, in being Canadian golfers. So that, it was really cool. I was rooting for Charlie though, you know, with the, wearing the logo and, and uh, winning, you know, quote unquote his home tournament, even though it's not really his home tournament, but his sponsors tournament right. would have been a great story. And he played so well, he didn't play bad. He just got caught by, what i would call an assassin just throwing darts and
2: making every putt
0: yeah i'm and surprised no
2: one got tackled on the green <laughs> the waste right. management that's here right. after the win
0: so his buddy who got tackled for those that don't know the story when he won in canada uh we made the putt he uh his buddy went out to go celebrate with him was it his agent it was, I believe it was hadwin everything was it Was, hadwin was a tour yeah, i'm player. sorry you're right yeah. it was hadwin it was not his buddy yeah, but Edwin was there wearing the same exact quarter zip pullover uh, that he wore when he got tackled. And there's photos of it, uh, of him getting bodied by the security. I hope he had his ID out. Well, somebody tweeted. <laughs> they go, look, he's wearing the same thing. It's, it's almost great. like he wants it to happen again. <laughs> it's great. Of course, given what had gone on that week at Waste Management, it would not have been shocking. And uh, I would believe security would... Not even bat an eye if one more person running on the course had to be taken down forcefully. That is the story of this whole week. It got out of control, went too far, and went flying off the edge. And as we tape this on a Wednesday, they've already announced that next year, changes are coming. Let me start with the biggest, broadest picture about when I say what was this past week's event on tour fill in the blank. John Ronas, you first.
2: Yeah, it was a clusterfuck. I mean, I don't <laughs> usually swear on
0: this uh, well, show. But... Now I've got work to take it out, but go ahead. Oh, I,
2: I went on the radio. So, um, <laughs> you know what? They, they they made their bed. They made their bed. The PGA Tour made their bed. They put this thing in this hyperactive atmosphere. You know, they couldn't control it just on the par three stadium hole 16 or whatever that is. It, it's, it's something that Live Tour is, uh, you know, pushing that envelope with the music and all the other stuff. But I totally blame the PGA Tour. I totally blame the security. They let it get out of hand, and uh, they just do not realize what alcohol and idiot golf fans are going to do or idiots are going to do out on the golf course. And it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous walking around. One of those guys, one of those 300-pound guys who starts stumbling— and can't catch his balance, and then he mows over a kid, and someone's in big, big trouble. It's just idiocy, the PGA Tour, your fault.
0: Okay.
1: Goal, go ahead. Yeah, my my word is embarrassing. Uh, You know, just especially in this time where the PGA Tour is comparing itself to live and saying we're above all that. This is us. That's not our thing. You know, it's just it's truly embarrassing. They oversold tickets. I think that was the fundamental problem. There's probably a lot of failures along the way but they oversold tickets. So they had too many people at one point I heard security couldn't handle it. The the crowd at the gate. So they let everybody in. Then there was problems with the, uh, you know, all you can drink places that people had paid for. They were letting people in because they couldn't handle it. Just too many people in one small spot, which created a cascading bunch of errors. Um, And, you know, and I think it was because of greed, Hey, we can sell more tickets. Let's sell more tickets. Let's get more people in there. This is great. This is fun, you know, until it's not (laughs) so,
0: Everyone has praised the Thunderbirds organization along the way and said just the greatest things about them. And I, I don't doubt any of that. But, boy, they probably were the ones that took the biggest hit in this because you're right. When it came to selling tickets, nobody stood up to say, whoa, time out! This is a recipe for disaster. I know it looks like easy money. We have to think about next year's event. And the year's event after that and after that. Because what's going to happen is this. So they're going to tighten the screws next year. It's not going to be as fun in the perceptive eyes of the type of fan that wants to come to the event. And you might say that's fine. But then you're going to have the knock-on effect of other people going, yeah, that used to be fun. But then they became jerks about it they became your mom or your dad about it and it will hurt the event in the long run because you let it get over the edge they had a responsibility and they had a very vested interest to never let it get off the rails because once it gets off the rails like it did this time it's in the books forever the images are on the internet forever now the perception of this event is there forever now even though they're going to dial it down in years to come
1: well including the tour pros right the tour pros are going to be like i'm not sure i'm going back to that one i'm not getting
0: heckled i'm not dodging uh full beer cans i'm not worried about that anymore exactly it gives a reason to skip it now there's millions of reasons to still go (laughs) afterwards zach johnson who got heckled was asked so when do you think it got out over the line? He said, I think it's been over the line for 21 years. Yeah. And they he said, yeah. well, why do you keep coming? And he was like, well, I like the greens, and you know it's usually firm and fast, and I can play here. And <laughs> I can win money here. That's why I'm like, coming. Like you forgot the money part of it. You come because of the yeah. money. But yeah. So that, that's my big take, Ronis, is that, yeah, they're going to dial it in. It won't be as bad next year. But it, what's done is done. You've embarrassed yourself at your wife's company party and that yeah. will never be undone. You puked in the in the planter. You walked around with no pants on. Everyone thinks, "Oh my god, your husband is a complete mess." Not good. Not good. And bad for the game which is supposed to be what? Aspirational. The higher values, right?
2: It, well, look, it was pure anarchy. I mean, it's just like it's planet of the apes at, at this place. <laughs> it's just a joke. So but, I'm, and even I heard even the um concerts and stuff which they had, you know, they have great concerts at every tour event. Every Dude, tour really? event has great concerts, and this year, I heard from someone who went that it was bedlam—just women fighting each other in the crowd, and just yeah. it's just crazy. So, yeah, you know, they just went over the top with every single thing, and and it's it's a black eye.
1: Yeah, yeah. let's all agree that a they don't have to open the the doors at six a.m. to have people running to the sixteenth whole stadium course to get a good spot. They they don't need to open the bar until noon. They don't there's no reason to start serving breakfast oh, beers no. to get those people oh. day drinking all day. Cause this is what happens, you know, you, you and they're all college students, right? You got Arizona State, University of Arizona right there. You know, I'm sure they're in prime drinking shape. It's uh, you know, you can still have a party without I, starting at six AM. In That's all, all honesty,
2: I'm I think the college kids are the ones we least have to be afraid of. It's, he, it's uh, the 55-year-old men to compete with him. who think that they can drink uh, with the college kids, and at noon, they're falling out of the stands, literally.
0: Well, there's, there's problems in all age ranges, but don't discount the problems from college kids who really go blackout deep.
3: <laughs> and as
0: far as the 16th hole goes, I mean, here's a blasphemous thought. Maybe you downscale the size of your build-out just a bit. I saw the progression videos through the years. Oh, I haven't seen that. this is what it used to be. And then the year by year, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was there last year. Uh, I had a listener very kind to get me a ticket uh, to go see it. And I was not feeling very well that day, but I went anyway. So I, I was not drinking at all that day. And I found the experience to be mostly overrated. Now, had I been there with my besties and I'd been having responsible beers all day long, then it might've been a different story. But the disappointing thing about me about 16 as a golf nerd is that it never gets quiet. There's a constant din because there's yeah. so many people and they're all so drunk that the tension of the moment, like, Oh, sh- here comes speeth. And it gets real quiet. Then he hits it. And then everyone explodes. Doesn't exist anymore. You watch the highlight of tiger when he holes out in 97, it was quiet, deadly quiet before he hit the shot. And then it exploded. Now, even the better shots don't have the pop because it's so loud all the time. Well, and what I think the players are complaining about, too, is that
1: maybe it's because they're so otherwise occupied. They really only cheer if it's like five feet now. Their, their expectations have gone so high that they don't even cheer if you, if you, if you hit the green and you draw one back uh, and it you know, ends up 20 feet from the hole. Right. It's like nothing happened.
0: Yeah, the uh, numbers are staggering. I'm looking at a chart here uh, put out by the Scottsdale Police Department. They had to stop serving at one point in the event, uh, and that is calls for service, arrests, ejections, and trespassing citations, I suppose, for people running out onto the course.
1: Or going to the
0: event without a ticket. Right, exactly. So under under those metrics, the last three years, calls for service have gone starting in 2022 from 440 to 558 to 653 this year. Arrests have gone from 0 to 18 to 54 this year. Ejections have gone from 90 to 102 to 211. And trespass has gone from 14 to 41 to 73.
3: Everything's
2: Everything's doubled and tripled yeah yes. look it's embarrassing and again you know what the pga tour should say all right this is it your chance is next year to get it together if not
0: we're skipping they would never they, do
2: they would never do it because they have How no balls skip
0: it? skip it you can't have it anymore you can't host it anymore because you can't handle security what, what are you what are you gonna do with that date what do you do with all that money it's a premier event you know
2: I know. It's a someone premiere, else but it's will not, host it. It's, Believe it.
0: it's not one of the – a it's got a cut. It's got to cut, right? Yeah, someone will host it. It's not one of the – It's not an elevated status? Elevated no, it's space. not. No. No. Nah. A, oh. a, oh. Hence not, why it's Zach Johnson's in playing in it. <laughs> 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 right, exactly. And, and Charlie Hoffman, who also – Right. Get in. Uh, there was also, back to the golf front, there was some griping amongst uh, friends and golf fans I know saying, look at how weak the field is yet again. And I'm saying to myself, okay, well, you had Scheffler up there trying to three-peat. You had Justin Thomas, who continues to play better and better golf. Good for him. Had Spieth up there as well. Had Cameron Young up there. He is a, uh, shall we call it, an emerging possible superstar. Uh, There was a number of guys that didn't play just due to injury that would have been, quote-unquote, star attraction-type names, like Hovland. Uh, Rory was, I think, over in Dubai, was he not, this week? I think that might be right. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, people don't want to say, look yeah. at how the Live has crippled the PGA Tour. No, it's just that the Live exists, and so we know it's there, and we know Rom is not there, and we know DJ is not there. Shout out to DJ, who won in Vegas, saying yep. he hadn't well, touched I, the club. Why shout
2: out? Well, I mean. Why well, shout out? It, look, they were in Vegas or during the Super Bowl. There's going to be people there watching the golf event because they can't get into the Super Bowl. The Live Tour, when you say it's more stars, that, are you saying that the PGA Tour no, is I'm weaker saying, field? I'm it's saying the fact that, is is there's yeah. 50 people on the Live Tour, and 10 of them happen to be defectors who were good at one point. The right. PGA Tour has parity, and we still see three of the top 20 that were in the, in the top 10 in the tournament. Anyone who wants to argue that, it's just a complete fool. I mean, it's just. Yeah, I don't think
0: anybody's arguing. Can't it. I argue think.
2: it. Yeah. It's well, so stupid. It's just an exhibition. Yeah, it's just a joke.
0: I know. Well, there's a lot of young players that are now bubbling up on the PGA Tour that you don't know their names, but you will soon enough, especially sure. when one or two of them wins a major. Guys who just recently became that guy, like a Cameron uh, uh, Young. Can't No, uh, I get my Cam, Cam Smith. No, you're right. Yossi. Joe Dirt. You know, Joe Dirt wins a major, and everyone's like, oh, this guy's amazing. And I say, well, who was he a year ago? Somebody you didn't even Scotty know. Scotty Scheffler. Scotty right? Scheffler
2: was a stud junior player, but we didn't know who he was.
0: Yeah. You know, and the
2: amateur who won the PGA Tour event. This is how we get to know him, not you just take $100 million and you go play exhibition matches. That's fine. It's, it's fine. There's a place for it. I'm not saying there's not a place for it. And um, um, those guys that took the money, great. You set up a bunch of generations. But my cup of tea is I'd like to see the parody and the grinding at every level and a story occasionally of someone who made it and then keeps making it.
1: Yeah. And I, but I, I think back to your original point, Abe, you know, if they're t- looking at the field and saying it's not as strong, it's, it's not because of live. It's because of the elevated events. You know, this is the week to take off. You're going to play oh, Genesis right. next week. You played, you know, the last one. This this, this is the way the schedule is going to work. You have to play the elevated events. So if you're going to take a week off,
0: it's WMO, you know. Yeah. That's the time to take off. That's all well, it uh, is. One quick note. Uh, Jim Knauss was quite the story this week. Hard K. is. Hard K on him. J, uh, K-N-O-U-S. They kept saying, and they, a lot of places didn't explain it well enough. They said, "And look at this story: Jim Knauer playing in his last tour event." And I was like, "Why is he got a terminal, horrible disease that's going to kill him next week?" Turns out, he's going to become a full-time club rep so he can spend more time with his family. And he finished t twenty-eight and collected a check. What a story, huh? It's awesome. yeah, it was a great story.
1: Uh, Monday qualifier or Monday Q. Uh, Ryan French was uh, was one of the. Guy's leading the way following it. We've mentioned his Twitter account, very popular on this show before. And yeah, he's going to work for Ping. And I don't think he's going to be a rep. I think he's going to be an engineer.
0: Oh, and, really?
1: And, and like the liaison between the engineers and some players and trying to get what they are looking for in their next clubs. Regardless, still a really cool story. He's been grinding. He's played in twenty something regular tour events, but it's been basic basically on the mini tour events. Monday qualified. So nobody gave him an exemption. This wasn't, hey, we know you're quitting. Let's give you one more thing. He Monday qualified to make it and made the cut. I think he birdied 18 on the on day two to make the cut, and then I think birdied the last three holes of the tournament. Maybe uh, I know he did 17 and 18. So just great story. You know he's going to going to spend
0: some more time with his family. He'll probably still play golf, but uh, not on the tour level. Yeah, good stuff there. Okay, real quick. I know you love talking live. They had their uh, Vegas event, uh, and it. Drew, pretty much terrible ratings, as you would expect. They were 51st in sports programming on Saturday, their final round. One spot above the 12 p.m. Golf Central pregame on (laughs) Golf Channel. Uh, The second and third round of the Waste Management ranked third in sports program, according to Sports Media Watch, uh, behind the Suns and Warriors and Gonzaga, Kentucky. Year over year viewership for the waste management, however, was down 30%. But some would say the weather played a huge factor into that. It jumbled up all the rounds, and they right. had to go up against the Super Bowl on Sunday when they normally mopped that up right before kickoff. Yeah. Also, I mean, <laughs> also, the live tour did you see where John Rom got mad at people making noise? Yeah. yeah somebody's <laughs> yes. phone was ringing. It's Welcome to the to Tour, baby. <laughs> I was uh, like, did you not do any research on the vibe at these events, Johnny Boy?
2: No. And, and, you know, we're just getting started here with those guys still talking about getting into PGA Tour events and majors and everything else. It's going to be really, really interesting. You know, there there are a couple. Obviously, Dustin Johnson is a great player. And, you know, he would probably be qualifying for U.S. Open and those events, but they chose to do what they did, and their rankings yeah. are going to continue to plummet. So um, there's going to be a lot of crying for the next. You know, Rom doesn't have to. He's exempt. But a few of these guys are going to have to start crying to get into so, some of
0: these events. So the economics of it is, you know, he wins in Vegas, $4 million individual check. I think he finished eighth in the first event, Mayakoba. So I think someone said that he had made close to $7 million in just two events this year, only playing 54 holes. If you like money and are just meh about, you know, the golf aspect, the live tour is for you, my friend. It's, it's really perfect for a guy like Dustin Johnson, right? Who, who yeah. has never
1: really been thoughtful about what he did and just wants to kind of hang out and, oh, well, make some money on the side. It really is perfect for a guy like him.
3: And I'm he still surprised, surprised about
1: Ram,
0: but yeah. it's perfect for a guy like DJ. Right. He gets to play the majors and uh, he made an absolute killing on very limited work so far. And that doesn't even include the guarantee money and the team stuff as well. And We still don't know. I don't think I I still
1: don't think we know precisely if some of that big bonus money is up is drawn against the money that he makes or if it's straight up front. But regardless, it's big
0: numbers. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The one the one. I guess dumb question I have, and maybe somebody knows this answer. I did a little bit of a cursory search for it, and that is I looked at, you know, the trophy they get. It's that black, you know, L for live tour, and it's kind of got a twist to it and whatever. Looks like it's the same trophy at every event.
2: They can't afford (laughs) a new trophy.
0: OK, so, I, have watched so little, I haven't even seen the trophy, don't even know what it looks like. So, OK, so what I'm wondering is, is it the exact same trophy? And does a guy like DJ, who I think now has seven or eight of these shooting Saudi fish money in a barrel uh, wins, <laughs> does he have them all lined up on a shelf yeah. somewhere?
2: Yeah, they're <laughs> like the and Emmys and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Stars. They're all the same trophy over and over. And so uh, is someone walking into his house reading the plaque? Oh, this was the Vegas tournament. Yeah, oh, that, that was, was good Singapore. That
0: one. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, oh, that was, that was Memphis. Good. Oh, yeah. That was good. good yeah. I think they hold the bathroom door open yeah. while he's starting to air it out. Yeah, I'm sure it is. All right, the second topic, and then we're going to take a quick break. Our back nine today is going to feature a very special guest, Stacy Lewis, the captain of the Solheim Cup, coming up this fall in the DMV at Robert Trent Jones, and you should get your tickets for that. They're playing it back-to-back years because of scheduling. They wanted to get back on the off-foot from what the Ryder Cup is so their event can have more of a spotlight. So we'll talk to Stacey just coming up after the turn. We get a hot dog and a drink here. But before we get to the turn, Tiger is in action this week at the Genesis, and he also unveiled this week his new clothing line, his new apparel line called Sunday red. I made sure to space them out because for idiotic marketing reasons that made no sense to me, they insisted on breaking up the word Sunday. And I said, Oh my God, I am not going to ever get my head around that. It doesn't make sense to me. But I heard the CEO of Adidas, which is sort of like the parent company. It's tailor-made Adidas, right? right? So Adidas is in charge of you know, producing and delivering uh, the the goods and the wearables and all that stuff. He was like, well, you know, it's the, the big three in life, you know, the power of three. And so we thought, "Sun, you know, golf is outdoors, hopefully normally sunny. And then you play during the day and then red is his color. And I go, God, someone's overthinking things. <laughs> exactly. So if the name wasn't bad enough. The logo, to yeah. me, is an abomination. The graphics
2: are like a three-year-old did it in kindergarten. Sunday, red, three different words. Just block lettering. Nothing, nothing special about it. And then this tiger that's not really the a tiger silhouette. and the stripes yeah. and the silhouette and the hollow. Fifteen uh. stripes
1: for the fifteen majors. Oh, please. Yes, Too much.
0: Right. right. Anytime you have to explain a logo in sports based on a press release or a website, That's like probably trouble. 15 stripes, nobody cares about that. What they, happens yeah. if he wins another major? What do they do then? <laughs> right. Change the logo? Change Just the start. logo. I don't know. Yep. It, to, me, to me, it looks like either a caterpillar or uh, some disheveled fake mustache that fell off an actor. That's, That's what that. it looks like. Wait, Ronis, are you gonna stock it in the shop and then the no i was asked that today by my general manager there's no way really no did he, did he say i don't know i don't know john no, no
2: he lets he he really he trusts everything that I, I go with but he said uh hey i just saw this thing and he's not a big golfer but he said are, are we gonna stock this in the shop i said who's gonna buy you know who's gonna buy this like who who has and the money to buy a hundred and ten dollar shirt it's a Fifty-five year old guy. Am I gonna buy that? No.
0: I think I saw the prices one thirty-five to one seventy-five. Yeah, for Polos. And yeah. they had they had a a quarter zip, which was plain black, no chest logo, but it had Sun Day red in a letter mark, a word mark, vertically up the zipper line, and I said. That's terrible. Awesome. What are you doing? And awesome. the S D R in a triangle, just the letters around the fuzzy caterpillar. I just, I think it's a huge miss. But it's Tiger Woods, so maybe it'll become as big as the Jordan yeah. brand. I don't maybe know. People buy it no. Just no, no, <laughs> it won't be as big as the Jordan brand. No, no, <laughs> the no. Jordan no, brand's a no. monster, by the way. Oh,
2: it's amazing. It's $1. amazing.
0: 1. $1. 2 billion dollar year. He's going strong yeah. too. He's retired yeah. for years and it's still so popular as ever. So the the logo and the in the clothing line aside, he's in action at the Genesis. Uh what do you think is a good expectation for him? You know, he used to say, "I don't enter any tournament that I don't think I can win." Do you f- still think he has that mindset? I
2: think he's got a good chance this week of winning. Um Oh, I'm sorry. I just went saying there for a second. Uh, <laughs> I, <gonna> I think.
0: Hey, <laughs> like, what is Tiger's think... new part-time, almost 50? The back is still probably going south on him quietly without us being told. What's yeah. his new par?
2: I think in re- I think in reality, he would like to break par for the tournament,
1: yeah. and,
0: he, I think and that would
2: be a good. four one.
1: rounds. I think that's the, the big yeah. goal. walk four rounds.
2: Walk four rounds, finish under par for the tournament, and have one of those rounds, you know, a multiple under par round. So a two under, three under par round. I think that would ultimately say that he is uh, able to hit the shots because, you know, he's three shots better than everyone else at Augusta just because he knows the course so much. So, um, And that's all he's looking for is another just lightning in a bottle and win Augusta again. That's what he's looking for.
0: Wow, that's a that's a low bar. It's sort of sad to even hear you say that. I don't necessarily disagree, but yeah. have you heard whether or not he's announced where else he'll play? This, of course, Genesis being his event, so it means a lot to him, and, and he's involved in it, obviously. And the, this clothing line release also very conspicuous that he would play. Then you know, gives him more publicity. But right. where else is he going to play? As he said. I don't think he said, but if, if if he did say he wanted to
1: play about once a month, so if you start doing the cadence, you've got this week at Genesis, you've WRA, got the T in March, March, you've got Marcus. Masters in April, you've got the PGA Championship in May, U.S. Open in July. I mean, we've got British Open in, U.S. Open in June, British Open in July. I mean, I think that takes us through the end of the season, really.
2: Have they issued an um, invitation to him to the U.S. Open yet? He he not him? Him? He's not exempt.
1: I am what? blown way.
2: I'm almost positive he is not exempt this year. So 2008, he won, obviously. I think it's 2008, right? And 2019, he won the Masters, which I believe is a five-year. Did you get a five-year? Maybe 2024 yeah. is his
0: last year. Wow. Can you imagine the U.S. Open going, uh, Woods, Woods have uh, Walters, <laughs> yeah, uh, Chesky? I can't uh, find your badge here, sorry. <laughs> I have Walensky. I don't have a Woods here. Are you sure you're on the list for this year? I, Unbelievable. I don't know. Well, I hope he uh, hope he uh, plays well. I hope he looks good. Uh, it's just killing time until the Charlie Woods era can be upon us, right? Sure. I think they're
2: all going to play for the Lakers, actually, I heard today. Everyone's going to play for the Lakers. Tiger, Charlie, LeBron, Bronny. Everyone's LeBronny playing James. for the Lakers.
0: Can you imagine living in a Bronny James, Charlie Woods era, and the two of them being as good as their old man? Wow. It's crazy. It'd be crazy if it happened. Okay, let's uh, let's take a break here at the turn. On the other side, we'll talk some Solheim Cup. Stacy Lewis will join us next, the captain of the American team. They're coming off a tie in Spain, which was a loss because they didn't have the cup. A very good conversation upcoming. You'll hear from her next. You're listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Welcome back, Capital Golf Gang. Zabe here with John Ronas and John Gould. It is our distinct pleasure to have on now the captain of the United States team for the Solheim Cup. And they're playing again coming up this fall, Stacy Lewis. I thought
3: we just had this event last year. <laughs> we did. Trust me, I know better than anybody this thing is way too close together.
0: <laughs> I, I think for the average golf fan, they might say, oh, yeah, I love this whole Heim Cup. Wait a minute. I thought that was last fall. It was last mm-hmm. fall. For those that are not paying attention, you guys are doubling it up back-to-back years so we can get back on the eeny, meeny, miny, mo with the Ryder Cup so that each right. event has its own space to breathe, Right.
3: Correct. Yes, correct. So it's okay. created a little bit of a logistical challenge, but um, but at the same time, it's made it a little bit easier because it's it's still pretty fresh in my mind.
0: Uh, it is. It was a unbelievable uh, match or matches uh, last fall, and it ended sadly in a tie, which meant Europe retained the cup, and it was an unbelievable Sunday as well. What was your number one takeaway from? Mm-hmm that Sunday finish in Spain last fall.
3: Just, well, what a cool moment it was for Carlotta. I mean, just to be in her home country, to hit the two shots that she did on 16 and 17. I mean, for her, what, I mean, moment of her career by far, I would say. Um, For my team, I mean, just the way they fought. I mean, we went over there with, five very young rookies, very inexperienced team in general. And man, those girls fought. And just to see the way their attitudes changed throughout the week, how they, they all kind of started to figure out what Swim Cup was about, you know, how you play with the energy, how you, you know, handle the emotions and, um, you know, to see where we started on Monday to the party that happened on Sunday night after, you know, that they became a team that week. And that was, that was the best part for me to just, kind of sit back and, and watch that happen.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So that was one of my questions is about mm-hmm. that, you know, because it's unusual that you're, you know, kind of back to back in one year. So has mm-hmm. the 23, is that going to impact your decision-making in 24, whether it's either in team formation or how you, how you set up the golf course or anything like that?
3: Yeah, I think, I mean, it's helps tremendously because I know these players now and I know, you know, we've got a lot of really good ball strikers on this, on this team. And so, um, you know, I, part of my visit here to these last, you know, visiting here at RTJ with, you know, everybody here is how can we get this golf course set up so it it, it does help us. I mean, I want to use this home course advantage to to the best of our ability. And um, we have a lot of really good ball strikers. So if we can take, use that, um, you know, we took things that we did, we thought we did well, things we, we want to change. And um, I will say being in the U.S. is a whole bigger animal, though. You got... <laughs> A lot more moving parts, um, a lot more decisions to be made. So, um, some parts are easier. Some parts are going to be a little tougher.
2: Yeah, you know, Stacy. St- going back on what you talked about, the the young crew that you had, someone like Zhang, who was, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of last year was thrust into the spotlight as you know the, the next great American hope. Um, do you do you try to now she has a, a year under her belt of the of the Solheim Cup? Right. Do you maybe pair her with? And she went o two and one. You pair her with a. Maybe a stronger pairing early, get mm-hmm. someone like that going, get the confidence brewing because you know how great a player if they can get the distractions mm-hmm. out of the way. Or yeah. do you just kind of, now that you've learned some of these players, just kind of mm-hmm. pair them personality-wise and just go forward and hope for the best?
3: Yeah, I mean, we'll pair them up. I mean, I used a ton of statistics for the pairings. Um, you know, Rose, she you could tell she kind of ran out of gas at the end of last year and uh, just – the win and then everything that happened after the win, I mean, she was she was really out of gas and a little bit not expecting to be there and out of her element a little bit. So, um, you know, while she was very experienced, she really probably wasn't quite ready for that moment. And so and that probably showed a little bit in her play. So sure. I think she's going to come out of the gates next time, though, and be one of the leaders on this team going forward, I think you know, she's going to be more, she's learning more what professional golf is like, um, and she'll be more ready for it.
0: All right, let's talk analytics, shall we? There's a lot of things now (laughs) out there. Okay, good. All right, because there's analytics and then there's like systems, like the pod system. How Mm -hmm. much do you believe in either one of those versus just the good old fashioned, oh yeah, she'll get along great with her. Let's put them together
3: i'm i'm on the data and the analytics side um the girls we had done pod systems in the past and they asked for no pods um they really they wanted to be they wanted to be together as a group of 12. you know you get nice. very segregated into these little groups of four and then you never end up seeing anybody else um so they wanted to be together as a group and so i i really dove into the numbers though um, hired a stats team that the men's Ryder Cup teams have had in the past, and um, just really dove into understanding how the girls play golf, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, um, and how you can cover up weaknesses in these formats. That's great. Okay, excellent.
1: Yeah. All right, truth serum time, co- uh, Captain, mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the retaining the cup issue from last yeah. year, mm-hmm. uh, what, what are your real <laughs> thoughts on... Whether that should be the way we do it, or okay. should there be a, some kind of playoff? I, I'm curious as to your personal
2: thoughts on that. I say the captain's play. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh that'd be sweet, actually.
3: Um, you know, honestly, I'm still torn on it, you know, because I'm a believer in history of the game. This is how we've always done it, blah, 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 blah. Um, but then uh, the other side, gosh, what great TV it would make if, you know, Suzanne and I had to pick two people to pair up. And I think it would have to be a team format if you do it, some sort of best ball or alternate shot, whatever it would be, um, and send two people out there and go let them play. But, I mean, that's also a tremendous amount of pressure to put on two people. So right. so I'm a little bit torn on it. You know, I when the, the tie happened, it was kind of like we knew all along we had to get to 14 and a half, and we didn't get yep. to that point. So, But then I was like, I was on the plane ride hold, and I'm like, ugh, we did all this work for a tie—the <laughs> last year and a half, all the work we put in for a tie, you know. Just so I was glad we only have less than a year in between these two Solheim Cups.
2: It makes it a little bit easier to get back yeah. at it. That's true. Exactly. So you played in th- uh, four Solheim Cups, mm-hmm. and now you've captained one. Yep. You had three captains. Is yep. there anything that you took specifically from some of those captains? And I know they probably weren't anywhere involved in analytics at all at mm-hmm. that point, but they kind of were the old school it out of the dirt. Anything <laughs> that you specifically use from, um, so it was uh, Meg Mallon, and Julian and Rosie I mean, Jones were your captains. Yeah, anything, say, anything you took from them that you kind of used in your first go round?
3: I would say Julia would probably be the biggest influence. Um, she really brought, she brought in some personality tests. Um, really? Yeah. And so it helped, um, Help people understand what made other people tick, you know, kind of learn how you can help your teammate. Um, you know, some people when they get nervous, they just they don't shut up and they keep talking. Some people they get nervous and they get quiet and they're fine. But right. then those two people don't really understand why the other one's acting the way they are. They're mad at me, or you know, so it um we kind of did pairings more based off of that than anything. Um, and just the way the environment that she created, um, she kept us loose, made it fun, tried to not be so serious about things. Um, and, she you know, truthfully, she brought, I helped her with pairings while I was playing. Um, she brought me in on quite a few things that have now helped me be ready for what I'm doing now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so I had the pleasure, Stacy, of playing a nine-hole little uh, media exhibition with Morgan Pressel once uh-huh. upon a time. And yeah. she was, she was, she was lovely. And I asked her about the Solheim cup and I said, what was it like? And you know, who'd you play with? And she said, well, 2007, we're in Sweden and it's me and Natalie Gulbis. Mm-hmm. And we're down, it's like 40 degrees. She said it was sleeting. It was, yeah. you know, there are like four down right away. And she said, you know, Natalie, it was the first session. Mm-hmm. Natalie, being who she is, was, you know, kind of shoulders back. And yeah. It's Morgan yeah. being the fireball that really. she is. She said yeah. after the fourth hole, she went up to her and she said, It's going to take a lot more than that today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they ended up losing three and two, but she said they still had a great time, still great yes. friends. But that personality match is mm-hmm. crucial, right?
3: It is. You know, I still had the girls did a little survey for me tell me would like on a scale would you really like to play with this person would you really not and then with the the company that we use they were able to put that into the this i mean this comp, i mean this program spits out pairings for us
0: oh really so really? then wow. yeah
3: so then you can actually just basically take out ones like if somebody says they both say no we just take the pairing out completely and don't even list it as an option
0: well, that's awesome i need that, I need that yeah. program for our golf trip but <laughs> our, pairings, our pairings are based on who will wake up on time
3: yes <laughs> it's a whole
0: different pair. yes
3: yes that is great um, so there's a human element there's still you know i mean a you know lexi last year was really struggling throughout the year so her numbers her data was really not very good and if you looked at a lot of pairings, it just showed she didn't pair up well with anybody just because the way she had played but you single it down to those last few weeks. We singled it down to how she was actually playing in practice rounds. And I just had a feeling. I'm like, we need to get her out there. Like she's playing too good to be sitting. And so it was, it was kind of a gut feeling of we got to get Lexi out there and get her playing. So, so there's, there's that. Anti-analytics there. Yeah. 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 So there's that too. (laughs) But it worked,
1: right? Gut, gut reaction that that worked in that case.
3: Yes. A hundred percent. She, she crushed it that week.
2: Well, it's, it's, I appreciate the um, the team atmosphere and the women's team atmosphere is very important because of the, the girls that I teach. It's been widely shown that the girls in individual sports, uh, they don't gravitate toward the individual sports as much as they gravitate towards the team sports. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're not using the pod system, I think, is a, a, a revelation mm-hmm. to uh, us cavemen um, <laughs> because, again, the, the the fact that the gear and the, when they're little, the gear for the soccer teams and the, the hair ties and everything else, Mm -hmm. the team atmosphere is something that's much more, uh, attractable to the, um, little girls. And Mm -hmm. so to see that, that you're doing that in the, uh, Solheim cup and staying away from, you know, separating them is something that's really cool to see. And that I can take the girls that I teach and say, really watch how these girls interact. And, you know, individual is part of it, but the team atmosphere is something that you don't get to grasp as much. So
3: yeah, um, yeah and that's and you know, my, you that. my challenge was to get them for me to understand them as people and to treat them as individuals. You know, they're so used to doing things by themselves that I can't just kind of lump them into one category and treat them all the same. You know, I got to learn what, what does angel need? What does, you know, Nellie need like Lilia, leave me alone. Like I'm good. She's like, I'm good. I'm like, all right, good, go, go in, <laughs> you know, and other that's people, great. they need to pump them up cheer them on you know be in their ear the whole time so that was my challenge was how can i help them that way and then getting them to come together over you come together over the common goal of trying to win this thing you don't come together expecting them all to be best friends i mean that's never going to happen but they can come together over a common goal
0: I've i've got a small bucket Captain Lewis of mm-hmm. dumb yes. questions. All right, <laughs> all the dumb questions. Here we go. Um, do they let you pick the uniforms in any way, shape, or form?
3: I every part of it. Morgan nice. Pressel's been my style person. She's helped me. She loves clothes a lot more than I do, and so she's her and I have done the clothes. Yes.
0: Excellent. So every piece of clothing,
3: every all the way from
0: the hats down to the shoes, and how about bags? and accessories So,
3: shoes, shoes shoes the players wear their own shoes uh, we okay. don't get into that but hats rain gear clothes bag nice towels head covers umbrellas i everything you get to decide awesome. everything. how about
1: what a responsibility how about, but awesome how
3: about, and then there's how some stuff alternate. you're like i don't really care what the umbrella looks like just yeah. it. <laughs> make sure
0: it works <laughs> Just yes, in
3: case.
0: Exactly. <laughs> how about alternate logo designs have you uh forwarded any of those because I, I got one for you it's of an eagle
3: right. you know here we go Stacey. here we go
0: a, yeah. a european golfer away just stop hey. stop, <laughs> stop. No? The
3: all, right. all right never
0: mind fine you got that please don't get into training <laughs> aids with her yeah. either yeah <laughs> Small bucket, dumb Is there a format besides the ones that are used, alt shot and best ball that you'd like to see that might be interesting?
3: No, I'd probably stick with those.
0: Or better they'd ball. I said they'd, ball. They'd,
3: make t- they'd make too many birdies like in a scramble or something. It wouldn't be it wouldn't okay be fun. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. Uh, how much face paint or temporary Team USA tattoos <laughs> is too much face paint or tattoos? <laughs>
3: You know what? I don't mind it. Um, they got to gotta be themselves, and I got to remember that they're 25, 26 years old. So right. you got to go let them be themselves.
0: Look good, feel, feel good, feel good, play it, good. Right. Look exactly. good, feel good, feel good, play good. And if you need more, then go for it. That's, that's up exactly. to you. Okay. Yep. Would, you rather have a, would you rather have to hit a small green par three over water to secure the cup or make a four-footer to secure the cup?
3: four
0: footer Okay. I can do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> as long as the small green if the small green over water is a full shot. No like oh. wedges. You no know, like think of like this. Think of the guys when they play these hard par 3s like um and they got to hit like little wedges. It's just hard to control spin and wind and all that. So I'd rather hit the 5 footer. Right. All
0: full right, is there a single sh- Right. <laughs> is there a single shot in Solheim Cup? Play that you still think about to this day, good or bad?
3: Um, gosh, I probably think of more bad ones. Um, uh, well, I think of well, I think of I think of Jorina's putt in um, yeah, in, uh, Germany. Uh, in the comeback, the comeback in Jirina Germany Poir. was yes, mm-hmm. was one of the coolest. M- environments I've ever been around like just the team room what happened that morning to the energy that was created by it I mean it was just one of the coolest experiences I've ever been a part of
0: yeah she was in tears afterwards that was an amazing mm-hmm. moment in the history and of the event Jureen, okay yeah small- so
3: Jolene and I we played we played a lot of matches together and um, Julie was always hesitant to send her out and she's like because her putting stats weren't what she wanted for a, like an alternate shot format. And I'm like, just send her with me. Like, we're going to be great. Like she hits the ball really good. Like I'll read her putts. Like we'll be fine. And like, we went out and crushed it like six and five the next day. So, so nice. for somebody that historically, you know, putting had been the struggle to step up there and make that putt in that moment, like. <sighs> so that was yeah. probably That's a huge learning experience you know?
2: for you as well as a captain though, because mm-hmm. that was an instance where the analytics did not, exactly prescribe Uh, you what you ended up saying
0: uh, yeah i was gonna say i can't wait i can't wait for one of uh captain lewis's players to come up and obliterate her months of statistical work with a gut (laughs) hunch with a vibe right is that gonna happen once in a while
3: yeah the hardest part about all this work with the data that we did was honestly trusting the pairings you know especially like i put all the pairings out for friday and you know, kind of got a little bit blasted in the media. Like, what are these pairings? What is she doing? And so then when those girls, when we went and swept Friday morning, right, it was just complete validation of like, this works. We're on the right path. Like we just, we have to keep going now. And so that was in Spain. Like that was my best moment. Like, okay, all this work is right. Let's just keep going forward now.
0: All right, last ball in my small bucket of dumb questions. Uh, oh. Does it bother you that the actual cup is more of a carafe? Lovely as it is, not <laughs> a cup. I'll hang up and listen to your answer. <laughs>
3: you can still drink out of it, so it is a cup.
0: But it's a, it's a, it's this beautiful crystal carafe sort of thing. It's not so it's much of a traditional heavy. golf cup. Yeah. I bet it is heavy. Yes, have what? Have you drank champagne out of it?
3: I've drank. A lot out of it yeah. nice <laughs> we've, had beer, Good we've had wine we've had a little bit of everything it, but it's been a few years so we need to we need to do that again correct yes. we,
0: we need to do it on the yes. 18th green at rtj for sure that's oh, that'll right. fun. that's right all right i want questions. to follow up from you guys and then we'll let captain go but my dumb questions yeah. are, are are now <laughs> finished. thank you zabe uh stacy i just want to follow up for you know because
1: this is a local golf show for our for mm-hmm. our local listeners in the dmv area uh, one, uh, get back to the setup for RTJ because some some mm-hmm. of our listeners have, have played there and you said you want to take advantage, get some home course advantage and you've got a great ball striker. So to me, right. what does that mean? Does that mean, you know, shorter par threes? Does it mean longer mm-hmm. holes? What, what does that mean in your mind?
3: Um, you know, in my mind, it's asking for a little bit more rough. Um, I'd actually like the greens to be a little bit more receptive so you can be a little bit more aggressive go at mm-hmm. some pins um not where you're playing defense you know where you're worried about a ball releasing out too much and going over a green things like that right. so um which you know depending on whether you know we could we could have that at this time of the year so
1: yeah we can grow up the rough in september that's for sure yes, yes. good growing
2: weather yeah. <laughs> be good you know, Zabe, I don't have anything really anymore. I just want to say, you know, thank you to Stacy for, you know, you were a phenom, you were a college phenom, you went through the LPGA, and now giving back as a captain is very important for the American game. The women's game right now um, I think has a a little bit of a rap that it's it's more international than it is American, and mm-hmm. I think all of us are looking forward to – this being in the spotlight in its own space again and um, the United States coming out victorious and, and showing at least in this international event that, um, you know, we can thrive in the atmosphere and bring the crowds and bring the energy. And um, but I do appreciate you taking on the captainship, especially twice in a row, because um, we do need leaders and leaders not only to play, but to lead squads like this in the future. So uh, much appreciated.
3: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, a goal of mine I want to push this event forward too. I want to make this event bigger and better, so that the girls that you are teaching they see this and like, I want to be there. You know, That's I want it. to be at this event. Exactly. I want to be the biggest Perfect. event in women's golf. And you know, some people forget we got one and two in the world right now are Americans. You know, and you, yeah. I don't know why we have to just keep beating it against people's heads. You know, the, to just pay attention a little bit more, and you would realize that. So. Um, we got a lot of young ones, though, that are getting more experienced. So I'm excited about the future of this team after this year, too.
0: Yeah, right. and they're great players. appreciate they're, they're great players, they're even better people, and they're great personalities. Yes. So the That's game right. is in a good spot there. Don't forget, get your tickets for the Solheim Cup coming up this September at RTJ mm-hmm. out there in Manassas, Virginia. It's good to have that venue back, right, Gould, as a focal point venue we we've missed it it is long history of, of uh supporting yeah. national events yeah
1: uh, a couple had, of rider cups that. i mean a couple of president's cups and uh and mm-hmm. some tour events so
0: great to have okay. it back and great to have the women mm-hmm. there for sure best, best place mm-hmm. to get your tickets would be where
3: solheim cup usa.com
0: i love it sponsorship yeah.
3: information everything's on there so yes. check it out mm-hmm.
0: i love it thank you very much stacy we appreciate it good All luck right. this september all right. Thanks, thanks Stacy. You- we'll, we'll see you in September. Appreciate it. see you there. See ya. Went straight down the middle, away. The sun was never brighter the green.